Hello, and welcome to Q&A Quest episode 145. I am your partially awake host, Mike Apps, a.k.a. Wheels, and with me as always... In shock and awe at the Christmas present that Wheels remembered what episode this was. Family Master, <laughs> <Yeah>. David Bernie. <laughs> and trying not to be too loud because of the baby in the other room, your man in Japan, Michael Baker, Gaijin Minogatari. So... We're recording this at a weird time. <laughs> Are we? Is it a weird, isn't this our normal time? It's not that weird for us, other than the fact that it's like two days before Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So, any good Christmas gaming stories? Uh, mostly just opening up games and playing them on Christmas, which is not that interesting outside of the fact that it was fun. Why the hell do you have Unreal Championship 2 on your Xbox? Unreal, Unreal Tournament, all versions. Oh, <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> Cheerfully withdrawn. Uh, it's the one that has Mortal Kombat characters in it. Are okay, they literally in it, or does it just look like Mortal Kombat characters? No, they are literally in it because it was published by Midway. Wow. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. a thing. <laughs> well, uh... I mean, do you have any good, um, any good games that you ever bought yourself for Christmas? Plenty of those. I'm trying to think of good ones I got for Christmas. There was, there was the time that uh, this is kind of funny. My my brother and I had known for a while where my parents paid all the Christmas presents, and we had spied. Oh, a copy you were the of, bad boy. We had spied a copy of X Men Legends two, and Christmas Day came along, and X Men Legends two was not opened because apparently my parents forgot to wrap it. <laughs> That's incredible. Good times. And so you were tricked. Mm. But yeah, uh, Final Fantasy Legend was the best Christmas present of my childhood, clearly. Merry Saga, everyone. <sighs> that does uh, kind of draw us into one of Budai's first questions. We're going to do this slightly anachronically since it is a. Uh, since it's a good segue. Okay, this go is, ahead. Having finished one route in Scarlet Grace and highly enjoyed it, how good is Alliance Alive in comparison? Wait, what did he say? Yeah, what? He, he, fini- he finished Leonard's route in Saga Scarlet Grace. We've converted another one? <laughs> and he's at, Yes, and he is thinking over who to take next. I, I recommended Urpina to him. That's a good choice. Um, yeah. And so he was asking about Alliance Alive, nice. which... To him, I can say um, they share some DNA in their structure and in the way combat goes a little bit because Scarlet Grace did some weird things there. Alliance Alive has a lot more plot as a core element than a lot of the Saga games have had since the Game Boy period. Yeah, it's very much a JRPG with... um, That's the best way to put it. It's basically a JRPG with Saga combat, essentially. The scenario yeah. for Alliance Alive was done by the Suicoden 1 through yeah. 3 guy. Yeah, so, I mean, that. Um, I mean, Legend of Legacy and the Alliance Alive both have some really good talent behind them. It's just Leg- Legend of Legacy was kind of the outline of what could be done, and Alliance Alive is the full deal. Right. <laughs> so. But yeah, I highly recommend it. Just obviously, 
as long as you go in knowing what to expect. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, that's why my quote-unquote impression of Saga Scarlet Grace was phrased as fair warning. <laughs> Just let them know. Yes. But yeah, it it's a good game. Um, as I'm sure Wheels has discovered quite a few times now, the end game is not easy. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Um, so, but it's also got that wonderful, not exactly a light bulb in that case, because I think that was actually trademarked, but something similar. And it just gives you a a nice rush whenever you're one of your heroes learns something on the fly and saves the day. So. That kind of thing. So, yeah. In other words, play it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Play it. Do it. Oh. Yes, go for it. Go for it. I mean, if you enjoyed Scarlet Grace, you will probably find something that you like about Alliance Alive, especially since it offers things that, that Scarlet Grace does not have in terms of plot and structure and um, giant rubber ducky mecha. <laughs> All the things we dreamed of. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. The other thing I'd say about Alliance Alive is the, the visual style, like Legend of Legacy, it's kind of like uh, it's it looks like a 16-bit game pulled into 3D, I guess would be the best way to describe it. The thing is, it, it seems like a like an improved and basically an improved version of Romancing Saga Minstrel Song. Yeah, exactly. It's got very similar vibe. It Okay, to bring up the game, one of the games which you do not like, it looks like a much improved version of Bravely Default in some ways, with, with character proportions. A, a version of Bravely Default where the artists actually knew how to create characters of multiple different proportions and use them <laughs> in battle. Because they... I, I remember my April Fool's rant about um, Bravely Default was like, like 95% of the characters use the exact same body proportions including your main party also we also don't get to barf at people while playing force unleashed too <laughs> sure i do no you don't but, <laughs> but yeah the price was right for this game so negative seven dollars free <laughs> hey yeah, i mean still you, you laugh but i i ended up getting dragon's dogma for negative five dollars really that's pretty good how that well, i mean that i mean because yeah. it's I mean, I bought two lucky bags bag, right? from Staya yeah. and sold everything except Dragon's Dogma and came out ahead 500 yen. Nice. Mainly because I, um, because Biohazard 4, Resident Evil 4, was in one of the bags, and that pretty that much paid for one of them. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense. It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for, for stuff I've gotten... I'm going to count my birthday in here because I usually just buy something for myself for Christmas and birthday. Um, let's see. Ooh, back in 98, my brother and I got Pokemon. That was fun. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, put in some new batteries, played it until the batteries died, and at that point, I'd already beaten the Elite Four. 
Wow, you really booked it. <laughs> no, because the original Game Boy had a really long you battery. Could get, life you could get like about 18 hours, I think. I made it 60 hours on that thing without replacing batteries. Oh my God. No idea how you managed that. It's not rated for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a really good job, but um, or, but remember, the, the Game Boy had that contrast dial, so you could just keep turning oh. it down as the power kept going down and it kept fading. So when I put new batteries in and turned it back on, the thing was black. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh what a weird screen the original Game Boy has. Passive Dot Matrix was a mistake in many ways. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what else? I mean, I bought a PlayStation 3 and Final Fantasy 13 for Christmas one year. That's not too bad. Nice. Yeah. And different year I got uh, <laughs> Moon RPG Remix Revi- um, Adventure. Nice. Yep. Which, um, the company that that's putting that out again they're doing a currently doing a twitter um yeah. campaign um retweets and everything to win a copy of legend of yamada oh nice so i figure i'll just try for that yeah should be fun wheels how allowed am i to just uh yell at you for playing game bad uh you, you are free to do so okay i won't then <laughs> And other random Christmassy stuff from me. Um, I once rewrote um, A Visit from St. Nicholas to be about Prinny 2. <laughs> oh. Okay, no, no guesses. <laughs> now, now, this, was, this was literally almost 10 years ago, like, sh- like th- two or three weeks short of 10 years ago. And it was during one of my... Um, no internet period, winter holiday periods where I was kind of bored and just uh, preparing for the next Japandemonium column. And mm. there was Prinny 2 there, and I just decided to have some fun with this. Mm. And I even uh, noted right after it appears in the column, it's like, two things are self-evident. First, I had too much free time on my hands last week. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Could you but remind yeah, it, us of the title of Prinny 2, by the way? Well, like, Prinny 2 was Tokoyu Yugi Akatsuki no Yeah, I think they localized it as like Dawn of Operation Panties or something. Yeah, I my personal guess was the underwear underwar has begun, but that was I knew that was not going to be accurate. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Dawn of Operation Panties, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Should've but yeah, I, I actually came up with a 10 stanza poem or 10 verse poem not stands at verse <laughs> nice. 10 verse poem that for this just because i was really bored that morning well time to write a number of tonka about it yeah so oh, wait, one year my and of course i had to title the section right. of the column simply so would be <laughs> You know, you know the uh, the bad Latin joke, semper ubi sub ubi. No. Due to uh, homophones in English, this technically translates as always wear underwear. <laughs> Important. Wrong wear, but yeah, it sounds funny. It's the kind of thing that the Latin students in college really like to joke about. <laughs> 
Say one year, my parents gave me the funds to buy a Wii, and I think I got one around late February or March. Yeah, that's I was able to track one down. And then, um, my f- <laughs> yeah, one year my parents got me a Super Nintendo, ninety-seven. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, my brother walked shelf. in and asked if it was a rental because we'd only rented the thing before. <laughs> uh, a few years after that, I got the funds to buy a Wii U, and I had no trouble finding one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that was never a difficult prospect. No. Unfortunately not. Yeah. Poor thing. Uh, oh, man, I just realized how many things are coming out in the next three months, and I feel like I should die. What? Nothing's coming out in the next three months. Can't believe Wheels is getting Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Is that coming out in January? Yes. Fuck! Did you, what? Did you not even realize that? No! Yeah, it's like January 21st. But I just bought the limited that. run of Divinity Sin 2 for my Switch. Too bad, buddy. How do you feel about Yakuza 3, 4, and 5? I feel strongly about them. Coming to Switch? Sadly not yet. Yeah, Give it time. Yeah. They, announced, they announced 0, 1, and 2 for X-Mode, so I have like a sneaking suspicion that we might get at least 0 for Switch, so fingers crossed. Uh, let's see. Aren't you excited for... Uh, the horrors of March. The Ides? Eh, it's slightly after the Ides that things start coming. Slightly before and after the Ides that things come out, so sadly no. The FF7s of March? The FF7s and Animal Crossings of March. Well, I only care about one of us. I can't believe Wheels doesn't care about FF7. <laughs> uh... yeah. I played I... it enough times this time around. I don't cross the animals. Wow. Wheels once crossed the animals and was killed. <laughs> like a week after... Uh, oh yeah, and then at the end of uh, March it's Persona 5 Royal, and then like two weeks later it's Cyberpunk. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get uh, Outer... Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds Switch. Switch is supposed to be first quarter of next year. Yes, it's still listed as a fiscal year. Uh, it's still listed as this fiscal year for yeah. them. So. Notice the pause I had as I had to make sure not to say Outer Wilds. <laughs> it really Sweet was a cruelty games. that both of those games came out in the same year. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Christmas is only the beginning. Let's see. Let's look at the actual questions again. Uh, do you ever think? Do you think Atlas ever envisioned how popular Persona would become? No. Uh, Def- definitely not the original game. Or the original game the was very one. bad. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things with Atlas is that it will try and reinvent part part of the Mega Ten series every console generation, just for fun, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Persona was pretty much a failed experiment the first time around 
and then Persona 2, both of them, was a slightly better version of it. And then Persona 3 was a complete reinvention according to that same let's do something different uh, philosophy, and they just happened to stick the name Persona onto it because they were kind of borrowing the same concept for the core. Similar aesthetics, similar JoJo knockoffs. So, so when they started the original Persona series, no, they were not expecting it. Persona 3, on the other hand, was very clearly designed to be hip. Um, to try to hit a better demographic model and be a better game than its predecessor was. Yeah, I don't think they ever envisioned it catching on in the West, which is why they called it Shin Megami Tensei Persona here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in Japan, the first one has like a Megami Ibunroku super title, but that's about it. Yeah, I actually, I'm not even sure if it has that much. Yeah, the sources I can find say Megami Ibunroku Persona for the first one, and then nothing for the rest of them. Yeah. So, I mean, the Ibn Roku thing was found in uh, several different games that um, Atlas and also Gust made around that time when they were just trying something really different from the standard for whatever the series was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think... I think that 3 and 3, at least, they had some idea of how well it would do in Japan, which is why they were able to fast-track a sequel so quickly. Yeah. But I, for- mean, I mean, they basically reinvented its series to be full-on Gakuen mono. Instead yeah. of um, more more like the original Sh- uh, Mega Ten games, yeah. Whereas for th- for the West, I think it took them entirely by surprise. Happily by surprise, but still. Oh, surprised. definitely happily, but still. For for a while, I don't think they quite knew what to make of that. Uh, yeah. With the follow-up question of what about From Software and their success? Well, From Software always kind of had a cult following in Japan, more so than America. Armored Core. Armored Core, uh, Kingsfield had more of a following in Japan. That's why they kept making like games that were not quite Kingsfield, like Shadow Tower and Eternal Ring. That game is real bad. That game is really, really bad. Um, like As someone who doesn't like Kingsfield, but like who can at least kind of respect it, Frickin' Eternal Rings garbage. Uh, let's see. But, like, they, they did a lot of for hire work that we never got. But they also had other things that were reasonably popular. They did uh, the now infamous Metal Wolf Chaos, but they also did uh, Otogi Myth of Demons, which was reasonably well liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, they did a lot, a lot of like just various mecha games. Actually, they did a card-based GameCube RPG that was a cult hit at the time. Uh, Lost Kingdoms. They did Enchanted Arms. They did. That's very generic. I was choosing not to remember that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, From Software like is their full history is insane because it involves making. Uh, software like before they were video game developers they made like software in general and they made shit like uh i don't they made at least one thing that was software to regulate how often pigs are fed on a farm what like for automated like it would just regulate that huh they were doing that like 1993 uh 
but yeah. Not, not part of a game. This is actual, like, something. Okay, what, Pigs Fed? I missed part of this. Oh, it's just that from software, before they made video games, they made other software. Like, they made at least one piece of software that was designed to help... Uh, pig farmers. Yeah, pig farmers, like, automate the pig feeding process. Uh, mm. But yeah, like, they've they've done everything. So I think, like, it would probably be a surprise that Dark Souls... Demon Souls did well and the Dark Souls, but... At the same time, they, they had long had a lot of cult hits in Japan. Uh mm-hmm. Another Century's episode is another one of those, like, definitely had an audience, because it's uh, basically a Super Robot Wars audience, if they wanted something more like Armored Core. Uh, but, you know, they did they did a lot of that sort of work, so Demon's Souls was just something that allowed them to focus as a company, rather than just taking whatever work uh, came by. Mm-hmm. I think they also did like a Gundam Unicorn game. Like they were doing a lot of licensed work around that time, and just they kind of specialized in mecha games for a while there. Mm-hmm. So other things going on right now. I saw that a Dino Daibokin game has been announced. Yeah, that was weird. Like a I game mean, in like some sort of anime project, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not so weird if you are familiar with the series and realize that it's been it has it has entered reprints at least three times since the eighties. Yeah. In both regular and big book versions. So yeah. it's one of those it's one of those manga series that is very well remembered and actually is remembered longer than it has existed or than than it has been out of or whatever than it was in print yeah which is very rare for a manga series usually it's forgotten within two or three years after it leaves print especially that kind of manga that's you know aimed at children who you know rapidly grow out of it and then stop talking about it uh yeah but if if you think about this series it was well first of all it lasted quite a while it was like 30 something volumes yeah um and it it is obviously based on Dragon Quest. Um, it wasn't a Toriyama series, but it was copying his style in many yeah. ways. Not just in Dragon Quest ways. Yeah. Uh, this series is about as close as you could get to a Dragon Quest Dragon Ball mashup. Yeah, it's mostly weird because it, they just now did it. Yeah, that is that is the bigger question. Is like, why now? Yeah. It seems Not like they're I'm trying complaining because I would really like to play this because it was really fun. Yeah, I'm just hoping it doesn't turn out to be some sort of bubble thing, but uh, I really hope not. No. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. Like it, it's not what I was expecting them to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I I didn't expect any real Dragon Quest news for a while because like twelve must be fairly early on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, it's, it's interesting. It'll be like, they've, they've done multiple anime, anime adaptations of Dino Daiboken as well, as far as I recall. But mm. so it's, it's one of the, it's one of the most enduring legacies of the franchise, but it's never had a game before. So, mm-hmm. 
please don't be a gotcha game. Please don't be a gotcha game. I'm not quite sure how they would manage that. I don't know how they would manage it, but I'm paranoid. Uh, actually, do I actually can think of a way that they could manage it, but that was only a small aspect of the overall story. Uh, but yeah, I would like to see... It would be interesting to see it adapted as something that more resembles a traditional RPG. Okay, so... Okay, so the new series is going to be the second animated series. The uh-huh. first animated series came out in uh, 91, 92, 46 episodes. Yeah, and I think there was and, like a... And three movies. Yeah, I, th- I think those movies... I assumed when I found out about those movies, I assumed that they were probably some sort of condensement of the animated series, but... Oh, oh, oh. It looks like Spiders, it, yeah. why... God. Welcome to to Star Wars. Uh, But yeah, like that. Why not? I mean, everything else lives in the galaxy. Why not spiders? Because I mean, what you're thinking? You're complaining that the giant spiders are not giant fanged llamas. Anything else? Anything? Give me those. Not a a fan of spiders, are you? No. Uh, yeah, it's like ka- it's Kashyyyk. Just give me like giant Wookie monsters or something. I don't, I don't know what a giant Wookie monster would look like, but I'm game to find giant out. Giant fuzzy spider. It would be a giant fuzzy <sighs> spider. <laughs> well, that may actually be worse than what I'm fighting. <laughs> Star Wars, give me those Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, Dino Dino coming back is interesting, at least in part because it must be like a very coordinated effort to do all of this at once. So, yes. On the other hand, it has the benefit of having a completed storyline. Also true. Also very useful. A completed storyline that does not have a some sort of gap in the middle between series. No Looking huge gap. One Piece or Naruto. Oh my god. One Piece. Every few years, the author gives some sort of contradictory idea of how much more One Piece there will be. <laughs> yeah. Just to mess with people, I'm sure. Yeah, basically. She can keep going forever. I mean, I think it's still the most popular jump property. How many episodes does the anime have now? About 900. Yeah, all I know is that (laughs) all I know is that the the manga is getting close to triple digits if it hasn't passed already. Yeah, I think it's close. Last I checked, it was like about ninety three volumes. Let's see. Let's check if that's still ninety four. Okay, I was close. (laughs) And it's reaching its twenty. Sec, it is on its 22nd year of publication. Yeah, bear in mind for those listening who aren't aware, a volume is going to be about 10 chapters. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of material there. A lot of material there. I love that we're. That I decided to look at Wikipedia to determine how many episodes there are of One Piece. And it takes you to a separate like it's broken it down into multiple sets 
uh, lists of One Piece episodes. Not a list, lists. Oh my god. There's a lot of One Piece. So, you know, in case you wanted to watch something that could theoretically outlive you, just, uh, you know. It's, it's the best-selling manga for the 11th consecutive year in 2018. Yeah. I think it's actually well down from its peak, but it's still it was so high at its peak that it could tumble for years and never actually stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, set the Guinness World Record for most copies published for the same comic book series by a single author. Wow. Yeah. High, and highest initial print run of any book in Japan for multiple volumes. Oh, God. Yeah, I can believe all this too. Yeah, no, yeah. that all makes sense. Saying uh, approximately four hundred and fifty-six million uh, total volumes sold. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. uh. And he's from my and he's from my city here. Oh, cool. Yeah, apparently I live within a half mile of his old house. Nice. I used, actually, I think I still do. In fact. Uh, yeah yeah like just just crazy numbers like it's it's interesting to look at that kind of numbers because trying to compare like per volume sales is terrifying Mm -hmm. because like you'll see a lot of uh high selling manga that's like they also went on forever so like the actual per volume sales is much lower uh, one piece, like the sales are so high that the per volume sales are still insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's a ser- it's a series that will never end. Whether whether it ends or not, it will never end. <laughs> yep. Let's see. Uh... Uh, here's a here's a fun one that uh, I think will cause us to circle back to a perennial favorite of Gaijin's. Oh, probably yes. Which game on the 3DS was the Graphics King? Oh, I mean, how do you define Graphics King? To be honest, I, I mean, was just expecting you to talk about Beyond the Labyrinth. <laughs> well, I'm getting to that one eventually, <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, like, if King of Pirates had ever happened, that might have been a contender, because that looked really nice. Yeah, but Um, I don't know if we ever saw actual gameplay of that. Exactly. I mean, part of the issue is um, how uh, how many resources can the game expend on just graphics? Yeah. And the game that you just mentioned, Beyond the Labyrinth, managed to have a singular human character in it that with, uh, on a, or I mean, just the model could be compared to a PlayStation 3 level graphics plan. Yeah. Because that was the only human character in the entire game, and every other entity that you could see was this kind of weird, nip, sort of blobby, cool-looking, but blobby monster thing. Uh-huh. So, I mean, when you put focus that many resources into one character on the 3DS, you can get some really crazy results. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, oh, that does remind me. Speaking of Kaio King of Pirates, 
Uh, Rip to Concept's latest title. Which was a gotcha mobile game that came out in June and will be shutting down in February. Yikes. Yeah, uh... I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, really impressive 3DS games, because it came to be, like, a system associated with companies that could have any level of budget. Yeah. I think the SMT4 games look quite good for what they are. Monster Hunter yep. 4 looks really good. Oh, uh, yeah, that's probably about as high budget. Like, that uh, generations are both very impressive looking. Yeah. Uh, and if I didn't have a cold, this would be a lot easier. Uh, yeah, we, we could tell. Yeah. I'm but, shocked that I sound like I have a cold. Yeah. So, I mean, that was one. That is one of the nicer things about the 3DS is that you could get a whole wide range of game types out of it, yeah. of the graphical types, and you wouldn't be able to really fault it for any of them because they all worked. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like okay, going different favorite. Uh, Metal Max Four had some really impressive um, sprite um, conversion of sprites from the earlier games into full 3D. Yeah. And a huge and an insanely huge variety of them. <laughs> so I mean like I'm playing again still playing Saga Scarlet Grace and there are, I mean when you get down to it there aren't that many variations on enemies in this game. It was one of yeah. the few real things I could fault it for. And then you have something like um, Metal Max 4 which has about five times as many individual monsters. Uh, and some of them are obviously based off of one another, but they're still physically different. So it's it's actually more comparable to Romancing Saga 2, which had, a, again, a frankly insane huge bestiary compared to almost the entire rest of the series. Uh, so, let's see, what other... Another one that I was thinking of, if you're just looking for games that look uh, as comparable as they could manage to console games, uh, Resident Evil Revelations was a very impressive-looking game. Oh, for that matter, how did um, how did Dragon Quest Eleven look? Yes, uh, I mean not not the uh, not the the bit yeah, the um, the three D mode. Yeah, the actual three um, D mode. Yeah, looks pretty nice. Yeah, it uh, it looked very odd if you're used to the if you're used to the PS4 and Switch graphics, but it looks good. Uh, I would say Dragon Quest Eleven looks comparable to like a little better than like Dragon Quest Eight does on 3DS, which is good in itself. Yeah, yeah. But it has a it has a bit more of the it, it sort of looks like if you did a behind the back camera on the uh, art from say Dragon Quest Seven 3DS or. Uh, if you did like a behind the back camera on uh, the style is very comparable to nine. But uh yeah, no, that's a that's a very high quality looking game as well. Uh man. Such a weird thing to see. Oh, we have a late joiner. Let me just add Eric to the call. If I remember how to do that. 
Quick, wheels, say something while I try to work out how this works. Wow. Eloquent as ever, wheels. Sorry, I'm not super awake. Uh, did you already say that Dragon Quest Seven looks good? Because it looks really good. It does look good. Seven, seven and eight both looked really good on the, the 3DS. Yeah. Seven looked better than the original for sure. Eight oh, looked not as good as the original. Seven was like a game that on the PS1 that looked like its mm. art style had been. Hold on a second. That looked yeah. like its art style had been locked in at the beginning of the PS1's lifetime. I don't know why this spent. mic is not working. This mic is absolutely working, by the way. <laughs> yes. Hello. Speaker's muted. So, but yeah, I would still probably go with Beyond the Labyrinth just because it was a made, it was not only uh, made specifically for 3DS originally, but it was one of the first games produced for it. And still yeah, looks yeah. insanely good. Yeah. Hello. 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 We can hear you. Eric cannot hear that we can hear them. So. Oh, Let me restart Skype. Yay, Skype, is Skype. Wonderful technology. Skype, Skype. It's our we are deeply pivot. sane people who refuse to drop this technology. Can't wait until we move to Microsoft Teams. Oh, man. I, I hope you are being sarcastic. I have it installed on my computer. <laughs> I really? don't. Uh, no, it's for work. <laughs> it's very much a productivity program. Yes. It's like Skype, except it's got your Outlook calendar built in. So you can always feel nervous about what you aren't doing. Yes. But yeah, I think I think we've kind of hit all of the really uh, high budget looking 3DS games. Like Capcom and Square Enix really brought their A game, along with Nintendo, of course. Because I mean, like uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon looks gorgeous. Oh. Oh, Hello? that was very good one. I should have thought of that one too. You can hear us, Eric? I think that's an AO. Sounds like no. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we just mentioned Dark Moon. Hello. Hello. Hold on a second. Uh, Mario 3D Land looks very good. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Remastered Ocarina looks of Time and Majora's Mask 3D both look like you hoped they would look on the N64. Yes. Uh, uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star is a very pleasing looking game. Hello. Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello. Pokemon Sun like and Moon look awesome. Sun, Moon, X and Y both look gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like those those handful of companies that really put their all into it really got a lot out of that hardware. Uh, and let's see. Uh, hello, hello. So, shall we just type it in to let him know that we can hear him? I, I did uh, send a message. I don't think they checked it, so. Hello? 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 Governor? Hey. Hello, Hello Governor. Hey, Gov. 
Hey guys, I've got oh, fantastic wait. news. Shaq Fu is on sale for four ninety nine at Best Buy. Oh man, only twenty dollars too much. Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu Two, excuse me. Uh, I was going to say, like, wasn't that like a Super Nintendo game? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, made this by is, the. This is the amazing sequel. Made by the Flashback developer. Okay. I can't use my headset for some reason. Huh. Well, it's good to hear from you at the very least. I might need to update my drivers. Maybe. Uh, that joins the PC ownership. So I figure you get Echo, but that's what we're going to have to work with. I don't think we have any, so it should be fine. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's about all the like really impressive looking 3ds games i can come up with mm -hmm. uh, and the reason i was late is because i was trying to kill boss and control it's my dark souls gotta get good moment get good. did it at least work out though <laughs> so the game doesn't offer you any way of like buffing up your defense because the enemies hit like a truck sometimes I'd love to get hit in the head. Which Dark Souls is this? Control, which is not a Dark Souls. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's the remedy thing. It's kind of like yeah. a Dark Souls, though. Aren't we all like Dark Souls? I'm very difficult when I want to be. Yeah, my, my co-hosts were complaining about the sound, a buzzing sound, and I think my headset was the culprit, and now it's just not working. That's it is kind of old though, so I'm surprised if it's like broken or something. Headsets kind of just do that. They're not the. They're kind of flaky. I've had it for years. Hmm. Time to get a new one, I guess. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we've kind of hit our last actual question. Which I don't know that I'm going to have a good answer for. Uh, what is it? Uh, which voice actor or actress do you consider to be the best in the business? Um, he doesn't specify games, so I'm going to say Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Hamill. I don't actually know the names of any video game uh, voice actors. I know a so fair few, but so I'm going to go in order: Mark Hamill, um, see, uh, Mel Blanc, and James Doohan. <laughs> And yes, two of them are, two out of three are dead, but yeah. they're still on my like dream team list of people to just get to hire for a project. Two out of so. three of those at least did do voice acting for games. Uh, uh, um, okay, Mark Hamill probably did voice acting for games. Uh, did James? Did Doohan do voice acting for games? Yeah, I believe he, they roped him in for at least one of the Star Trek games. Okay, because I, I know he did, like, almost all the voices for the Star Trek animated series back in the 70s. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, apparently, when he originally um, auditioned, he just went through every single accent that he could manage, and they decided to go with the Scottish one. <laughs> uh, from what I've heard, he's like a he was a natural vo vocal mimic. Okay, yeah, looking at it, he was in both the Star Trek 25th anniversary game and its sequel, Judgment, right? Yeah. Which are both quality adventure games. Okay. Um. Huh? Uh, I'm going to go with Rob Paulson. 
mostly because I met him and he's awesome. I believe that. He's apparently a very nice guy. Yeah, he's it, the line to meet him was super long, not necessarily because there was a ton of people, but just because he actually took the time to like try and have a conversation with everyone, which is wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the opposite of how I feel with a uh, uh, Johnny Young botch. <laughs> oh, it's like I don't get the feeling that he actually cares about his fans at all. I wouldn't anyway. blame him. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, it's like one half his voice and the other half is just the way he talks, period. I believe that. Also, yeah. I want to bring up one more thing about that Star Trek 25th anniversary game. I forget who I was talking to about this, but I was hearing about, like, that game uses, like, red shirts as a life mechanic. What? <laughs> like, if you screw up a puzzle that gets something killed, the first time it will kill a red shirt. And then the second time you'll get a game over. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a beautiful idea. That's incredible. So so you don't cover red shirts then? Yeah, you just have to... Listen, they knew what they signed up for. Hopefully. Probably. Yeah, that's right up there with the One Punch Man fighting game way of figuring out how to deal with him. Yeah. So it makes me wonder how the video game is going to turn out because, like, the whole point is that he beats people in One Punch. Oh, me? Did you hear about that? How they decided to do it? No. If you include, um, if you include Saitama with your team on your side. He, um, you won't be able to switch to him immediately because you, he will always arrive to the battle late. He'll show so you have up. I think make... it takes like two minutes for him to so do the final blow. <laughs> yeah. So you um, you have to survive with whoever the other character you selected is for a full two minutes against the other guy mm. with two characters in order to. Yeah, like you're in a two on three up. handicap until Saitama appears. Yeah. Oh, two on three, not three on one. One on two, yeah. Yeah. And so, but when he when he does appear, of course, like if he punches someone, they're they're gone. <laughs> yeah, but they have he has to uh, get there first. <laughs> yeah, which is very cute, very uh, in step with the lore. Yep. Excuse me, there may be a dog barking in the background. But, I'll uh, bark you, dog. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. What a what a threat. <laughs> Can't believe you say that in front of the children. <laughs> what? They're asleep. They can't hear me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like um, I've, got, I've got a lot of. I mean, I think most uh, voice roles would feel weird if recast because a lot of voice actors have a lot of good range. So you know. Troy Baker. Troy Baker's Casey, good. Casey Kasem. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Um, yes, rest in peace. But still, yes. Nolan North. Nolan North, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of these. Does anybody like Richard Epcar? He's good. Sure. Who is, who is Casey that? Kasem actually did do video, um, do a couple of video he, games. He's, he's the voice of Lupin. Yeah, Lupin the Third. Oh, uh, Lupin, my good friend. See, yeah, I think Casey Kasem probably did a few games, probably at least a few of which were Scooby-Doo games. Yeah, two, um, according to the Wikipedia, two Scooby-Doo's. Yeah. Let's see. Yep, 
Yep, that looks about right. Uh, let's see. But yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of... I, I feel like the fact that I couldn't say like one specific person is at the top of their game in term is at the top of the game in terms of voice acting is a good thing. I'll men though. Like for women, I like to vote Erica Mendez. Oh yeah, she's good. Yeah, I feel like in general, it's uh, it's good that there's no one person that I would say like is absolutely a cut above everyone else. There's a lot of very good, talented voice actors in gaming yeah. at this point. It's pretty great. Uh, the entire cast of Jedi Fallen Order. It's great. Yeah, good casting. Good work. Let's see. Mm. But yeah, like if you if you look up uh, the voice casts of any given game that you've played, you'll probably find that they've been that you that you've heard many of these people many times before. But they're. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember playing Valkyrie Profile and realizing that one of the voice character, um, one of the characters, is pretty much Ash Ketchum. That that's the entire voice cast of Valkyrie Profile. It's great. <laughs> like the entire thing is just the original Pokemon dub team. I have mixed feelings about Blue Water. Oh, Blue Water! Oh man. It's like some char- some voice actors are just suited to doing Saturday morning cartoon roles, and I don't think they fit in an anime setting. That reminds me, anyone who's never done, who's never looked into it, go look up every distinct English dub of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, and you will find so many very strange, like, all across the spectrum of quality dubs. (laughs) Like, anything from, like, Malaysian, no one in this production seems to speak English natively, to... Uh, you know the current ones that you'll get from like Funimation that are all quite that are quite good, and you'll get just like weird ones that like, oh, this is a specific English dub only produced for a British audience, or you know okay. the Ocean Group ones. There's a lot of very strange Dragon Ball dubs. Very interesting. I don't think anything can beat whoever Ocean Group hired to do the voice of General Septim and Gundam Wing. <laughs> oh man, I, I remember that. I think my favorite of those weird dubs is probably that British one, just because for some reason every single instance of Piccolo is replaced with just calling him Big Green. I don't know why. Weird. <sighs> but yeah, all of those are worth tracking down for at least a laugh. Uh, voice acting's come a long way in both video games and anime in the last 20 years. <laughs> Also, uh, like cartoons as well, in general. In general, yeah. But I feel like it's more pronounced in uh, video games and anime because those were very, very bad at one point. Wow, you're just going to keep falling into the muck. Quite you. Uh, Like, with, with cartoons, it was often more reflective of the fact that the actual thing that they were... Why are you doing this? Uh... With, with cartoons, it was often more reflective of the fact that the whole production was low quality, whereas with, uh, with video games or anime, like, it didn't often matter whether it was low quality or high quality. Like, the direction and the quality of acting was just too low. 
was which which game was I think it was one of the Shining games where all the voice acting was done by friends of the development team and it was incredibly awful. It's chaos oh, yeah. it was awful. Chaos Rings is really great. That one's uh, similar. Uh, go to like audioatrocities.com if you want to go get some clips of what video game voice acting once sounded like and want to bash it. Are you saying Chaos Rings or Chaos Wars? Uh, Chaos Wars, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. That's uh, that's the one that like literally all the voice actors seem to share the same name with the company's CEO. <laughs> Let's see, audio atrocities or Valis Three. Oh man, you can kind of forgive that because it's so early. But then again, East was early, and it's a lot better than Valis. Or uh, Legend of Heroes One and Two. Oh man, I forgot they dubbed those. Let's see. But yeah, uh, let's see. Thinking of some of the like slightly later ones, like well into like the PS one and PS two era, there were a lot of ones that were just bad. Uh, Star Ocean: The Second Stories original dub is awful. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I found some of those Shining Force three clips. Thankfully, before. most of the dubbing was like just restricted to voice acting during like battle. Yeah, but it just meant that the battles were really irritating because every time you'd hear, Ha! Mm-hmm. Shooting star! Uh, Whatever the heck this attack is supposed to be because we can't pronounce it properly. The sampling was so bad that I was that I could swore they were saying Barney instead of Bunny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a thing in the chat just for Gaijin. Uh-huh. Important voice clip. Okay. I might dare to try this later. Now bear my arctic blast. Oh, no. No. <laughs> uh, or or the turtles game where you have to hear beat the feet like 50 bajillion times. Hang on, April. Or hot stuff coming your way from Shining Force Nano. There's a... Oh, man, that does remind me. There was that, like, that early aughts uh, Ninja Turtles game based off of the uh, TV series that was running at the time that for some reason like plays a voice clip every single time you attack and it's mm-hmm. always the same voice clip. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When Michael yeah, the one, yeah, the one I always remember is the freaking Donatello like, anyone for stick ball? I've got the stick, you be the ball. That's a too. That is too long to say in the middle of an attack. He's going to interrupt it every single time. This is based time. on the 2003 show. Yeah. With the wonderful yeah. theme song. One, two, three, four turtles. It's a shell of a time. Turtles count it out. That's that's a perfectly fine sure. television show. Oh no, the show's uh, awesome. It's just a very, <laughs> it's a very strange theme song. Yeah, I think they were very specifically trying not to do. Heroes in a Half Show, but they didn't have like a good new theme song, so they just kind of winged it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I think Rob Paulson has been multiple turtles at this point. He was <coughs> um, Raphael in the original show and Donatello in the 2012 show. He used to be cool but rude, and now he simply does machines. And we, I, we have a signed Donatello picture. That feels to me like uh, the the arc of many nerds used to be cool but rude. Now it does machines. 
Well, I did think he made a much better Dante. I'm not gonna but, lie, though. But like that's I, probably just because the 2012 show had much better writing. So, and also that was like 20 years of experience later. True. Um, True. Actually, closer to 25. Yeah. I saw I saw all of the Ducktales, but I don't know who does the new Darkwing. Oh yeah, uh, it used to be Jim Cummings. I don't know who'd be doing it now. He does. Um... I mean, there's two Darkwings in the new show. He, he, I, I don't know who it is. No one either. But yeah, uh, I'm seeing claims that at least one of them is still Jim Cummings. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, they do. Well, all... technically, he's not Darkwing, and yeah, yes. Well, they, they, for anyone that doesn't know, they do a whole thing where, like, there's a Darkwing Duck movie and. They were having him played by a different actor, and the original actor tries to replace him. It's pretty, wow, they got, it's pretty they got great. cutesy and meta with that. Yeah, well, that show is uh, it's really good. Cutesy and meta. It's cutesy <laughs> and meta, and just fantastic. Let's see. I don't, know, I don't have enough good things to say about that. Just uh, find, find a clip of the uh, moon theme from the DuckTales NES game and how it's used in that show. That's all you need to see to convince you. It's worth watching. It's great. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm seeing that the... I'm seeing that there's a second... That the second voice might be Chris Diamantopoulos. Who... Uh, is the is Mickey in the 2013 to present Mickey Mouse shorts? Um. So yeah, uh, Disney always has sort of its own stable that basically do all Disney productions. Man, they're gonna have to recast Minnie Mouse soon. Actually, now that I think about it, if they haven't already. Hmm. Taylor died uh, four months ago at this point. Now they've probably at least decided internally, even if they haven't said who it is. Let's see. Yeah, Taylor's successor has yet to be announced, but yeah, there definitely is. Uh, Probably a lot of internal discussion about uh, who replaces any of their given iconic characters. Hmm. No escape. Uh, yeah, I think that's about as much as I can ramble about voice acting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can it's go It's more on than I expected us to do. <laughs> Try and stop me. You can talk about some of the interesting celebrities in the Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of very confused celebrities. Except for the ones who grew up playing it, who are less confused. <laughs> I remember there was... Mandy Moore was one of the characters in the Kingdom Hearts, but then she... She was Aerith in Kingdom Hearts yeah, 1. Yeah, that's, that's it. But then she ended up doing voice acting for 
a Disney movie anyway, so... She was in Tangled, but she's not in Kingdom Hearts 3 in the Tangled world. Which is bizarre. Really? Yeah. Didn't Cam Clark do the voice for Simba? Uh, he might have at least once. I can't remember. Can't beat the main event. No king was before. Oh no! No, we're not doing this. I don't want this stuck in my head. We're not doing this. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, there are there are worse songs from that movie to get stuck in your head. There are, but that doesn't mean that I want any of them right now. No, that's not from that movie. You're just being hateful now. Actually, no, it is in that movie because Zazu starts to sing it for Scar, and Scar tells him to shut up and sing something better. Well, unfortunately, what my brain is thinking of is the wonderful remake from this year. Uh, yeah, you did that to yourself by watching it more than once. I have children who love The Lion King. Well, my know. daughter likes The Lion King too, but we can only watch the animated version because the live version isn't on video yet over here. You've been saved. Uh, yes, and we don't care about the live action, so it's good. Good, because it's, um, it's... not even live action, really. It was. It's, yeah, it's just CG. It's, <laughs> what's the term? Uh, photorealistic. It was... <laughs> Uh, was, excuse me, what's the term? Unexpressive photorealism. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't even really realistic for actual line expressions. Uh, listen, just pick up the soundtrack and then I, don't I, watch it. I feel bad for that movie because it's John Favreau and he's done so many awesome things. Yeah. It just it, it was one remake that was not worth doing. Yeah, fun I think the original movie was that great. <gasps> I like the original a lot. You monster! I can't really, I can't really like speak of it in a unbiased fashion uh, because the, it was a very important part of my childhood. The the only nice thing I will say about the remake is they do a funny bit where they start to sing uh, "Be Our Guest." That wow, I thought was hilarious. Uh, also, your stream is doing to, weird things right now, Wales. What's it doing? Well, one, it's super, like, half of the right side of the screen is cut off. And two, the there's, like, just a noticeable jitter. So That's very strange. Mm. Yeah, no guesses. Okay. <sighs> Before I die... With my last breath, I curse wheels. Uh, what? What did I ever do to you? Don't answer uh, that. <laughs> wow. But I know. I know. Eric had something that discussion warranted. Uh, let's see. Star Wars. It's not Star Nothing Wars. But, oh, that's it's good. not Star Wars. That's good. I'm tired of Star Wars discourse. Star Wars is bad. Uh, <laughs> But Star Wars is awesome. I liked Rise of the Skywalker. Fight me. <laughs> I haven't I seen it yet. I'm just... I have not seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm just very tired of discourse. Oh, uh, oh, so am I, which you may have seen at me just rage quitting Twitter multiple times over the past yeah. week. No, so, don't worry. I saw that. I, I had to mediate for really you. use Twitter as is. <laughs> yeah, that's healthy. Uh, but yeah, I think... Uh, you mentioned you want to talk like Vesteria Saga? At least mm-hmm. for a bit. Which? What? Vesteria? Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, Vesteria Saga is getting localized, and that is the game that the original creator of the Fire Emblem series worked on. Yeah, like yeah. he left Nintendo 
And after Berwick Saga disappeared for ten years and reemerged making Vestaria Saga, which looks like Fire Emblem because, you know, he never wanted to stop making it, evidently. Oh man, that comes out in like three days. Weird. I need to look into getting a review code for that one. Yeah, that seems... Uh, you'll have to tell me how that is. I'm curious. I need to, like, write the other review. I basically owe them, though, because uh, I, just need, I haven't got around to finishing Minoria. I'm huh. play that tomorrow. I had a weird issue where, like... Like, the... El Gato game capture device for, for like, the consoles does weird things to my computer. Yes, it does. Does weird things. Like like uh like there's they make they made an update like at some point and they made this program that's separate that does sound recording called out sound capture and for whatever reason it caused my game to uh, lag and by having a, like a skip and stutter every like so many seconds and I be in games basically become my unplayable so I uninstalled it reset my computer everything's fine now. But I think it also did things. Maybe it did things to my headset as well. What like, good I think it, like it would like sub it like subbed out like what the default controller was. <laughs> so yeah, I probably have to re-update my headset. And if not, then my headset's had its time and it's over, dead basically. R.I.P. I've never found headsets to be very hardy objects. They just sort of break arbitrarily. Mm. So there's power to it, but it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) I also heard about the patch to Romancing Saga 3. Unfortunately, I did not get to see if it fixed my issue. Gotta find out if you can finish the game now. So what was that? Um, don't use Shadow Servant in the last battle, or else it'll completely crash you or something. Uh, no, Shadow Servant was fine, but like Silent <laughs> Strike, I think if it's used more than once, it crashes the game. Mm-hmm. And, and like he used it like a lot in that battle, so I mm-hmm. basically couldn't finish it. Hard <laughs> uh, video game is fun. Maybe it was Shadow Servant though, because uh, yeah, that that was one of the one of the bugs I remember hearing is like if you have Shadow Servant on and one of the light bosses uses a specific attack, it will crash. Yeah, so and, they can fix that. And there was another one where um, getting revived with Reviver and or using certain other tricks I can't remember might accidentally change your character's magic type. Mm. Sort of, it doesn't actually change it; it just makes it look like it. Oh. That's probably Shadowstorm because I had that active on two characters, so Yeah. I'm not gonna go in the battle game just to beat that fight though. Cause that's a really useful spell. It's like the only way to do decent damage in the game. Mm. I mean like other than possibly using um just the one hand sword skill that increases with your skill level. It was like I think it was called Doppel Slasher in this game, mm-hmm. this version. Huh. 
really odd bug to have, though. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, sadly kind of just something we have to live with at this point. Hopefully the patch did something for it. Mm. I've had time to play more Scarlet Crease either, though. I'd have played more of it, but I'm I'm on, I'm on a Prina's route because that's the that's what the quiz gave me. <laughs> well, I could have picked someone else, but then I went and got the bonuses. Yeah, you got like a stat bonus for picking the one that the survey gives you. And when you do a new game plus on Saga three or two, does it uh like does it, any of the characters you had before like like that you didn't choose, do they level up with you or do you get the choice to choose again or do you just start over with that character you picked? I do not know. <laughs> Me neither. No, I, just, like, would you I was know? thinking maybe doing Katarina's storyline after I was done with Julian's. Yeah. It's different enough than the others. It goes in a few different directions. Uh, I mean, it's got one of the more unique starts to it even though most of the time they don't really change that much between characters so i might just has one or two unique weapons that she can get i might just watch her intro and then watch the ending online yeah um that's all i really been playing other than control but are you in control of control Mm-hmm. Oh, do you get it? Sorry. <laughs> the one thing I hate about like a lot of HD games is like they seem to not understand that readability is very important in your video game, and text size needs to be larger. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I I remember I remember playing Final Fantasy Thirteen for the first time and not actually being able to read anything because the font size was so small. <laughs> So small that my non-HD TV could not actually um, produce it properly. Uh, at least it's a better than what Super Neptune RPG does, where you have a garish reddish color scheme for your uh, text box with uh, mostly thin um, yellow text, which does not mesh so well. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that does sound awful. So, like, it, it shows up the best on the PC, but and I don't think that's just because I'm sitting right in front of my desktop screen. I think it's just it just looks better due to the, the resolution alone. The console versions are definitely at a lower resolution. It's also the most stable of all three versions of the game. <laughs> so it has the best frame rate. It's a game that doesn't really need all that much, but it's the most stable because Unity is the most stable among all the platforms it's on. Uh-huh. So how did you make your game in Unity? That's a, Even Scarlet just... Grace is made in Unity, or Ambitions was at least. A lot, a lot of games are made in Unity, whether it's obvious or not. Hearthstone is made in Unity. 
It's a flexible engine, even if it's not the most uh, efficient one a lot of the time. That's kind of what you trade with flexibility for the most part. Mm-hmm. Complication. If, if, you, Compl- if you know what you're doing, you can get Unity to work for you and not have problems, but most people have that problem. Uh, it's always a case of like how much is it worth in terms of time and development budget. Uh, yeah, I mean, like in general, with as with any piece of technology, uh, pick any two of flexible, uh, versatile, and efficient. This Lamalana Two was made in Unity. Yep, which was weird because the first game remake of the first game wasn't. I think that remake was a little early for that. Let's see. Yeah, that does remind me of. Uh... Oh, what was it? What am I thinking about? For some reason, I'm just thinking about the fact that they announced the Legend of Heroes. Mm. That's not actually related in any fashion. But uh, yeah, I I can't wait to play the epilogue to Cold Steel Four. But I need to play Cold Steel Four. Yeah, that'll come out sometime between now and the heat death of the universe. It's technically an epilogue to Cold Steel Four and Zero and Al because uh, okay. involves Even- two characters from that game. <laughs> series. Eventually, I'm just going to have to reserve an entire year to play through the series. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, by then they'll have put some Switch versions out for some of these. Yeah. Please, oh, please have localize to just the PS4 grabs. versions of, of the Crossbell games that just recently got hey, announced. I've, I've got, I still have my PlayStations 2 and 3. I can grab some of the older versions if necessary. Oh, and I'm yeah. going to have because I haven't actually started this series ever. So I'm going to have a lot of backplaying to do. Man, if you're going to play uh, Trails in the Sky, I'd recommend playing the PC version so you at least have the speed-up option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised that the PS3 versions never got ported to the PS4. Yeah, I'm surprised Sky didn't. Uh, it doesn't have some sort of like PS4 release. Like Zero and O are more important to me because those have never had any English release. But I don't know. I mean, Xing still has rights to the series, so I wonder if they'll do it at some point. Did they buy up the rights to Zero and O? No, not Zero and O. Oh, but Trails. Sky. Yeah, it's like they never bothered with the PS3 because by the time they came out, PS3 was basically dead. So yeah, well, they had a lot of time. They spent a lot of time trying to work out how they could make that series make sense for them. It's pretty tough. Hopefully, like I mean, Falcom keeps making like noises about uh, the Western audience being a larger part of their market with each game. So. Hopefully, I could, I could expect Nisa doing zero now, but they haven't said anything yet. Yeah, I'd suspect that Nisa is likely to, likely as anyone, to do. Like, zero. we'll get Hajimari in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, and we'll get those other games in the meantime. Yeah, Hajimari seems like the essentially trails the third for the franchise to this point, as opposed to just being two trails in the sky. Uh, it's complicated Mm -hmm. Uh, collectively I believe these make up Legend of Heroes 6, 7, and 8 but also between them they're technically like 10 games 
let's see, three Trails in the Sky, two Crossbell, four... Uh, I, I have stopped trying to keep track. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, th- this, is, this is crazier than trying to keep track of characters across Wheel of Time at this point. No, Something it's like not. That. Come on now. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Never mind. None of them are quite as... Full of blah 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 as some of the Wheel of Time books yes. got at the end, but still, it's that level of grandiose world building sure. and things going back but and it's, forth. It's not a fourteen book series where each book is over a thousand pages. Okay, it's more <laughs> words at this point, but <laughs> yes, actually, I always, but, I always I, look I, at I, that book series and I'm like, I want to finish that, and then no, I don't. <laughs> Good. Uh, I, I, want, I still, yeah, I I still remember making Mac la- Mac Storm laugh over a comment on one of the Kiseki games once. It yeah. was um, the uh, the non-connected Nayuta no Kiseki. Oh yeah, that's because, not even technically a Le- Legend of Heroes game. Yeah, um, but the word Nayuta is uh, it comes from like Buddhist philosophy, and it's basically the shorthand for the largest frickin' possible number that we can't even imagine. <laughs> Infinity, but in a philosophical context. Yep. Um, It's like the old um, story about the bird that flies to a mountain every thousand years to sharpen its beak and it eventually wears the mountain down. Yeah. That thing. Yeah, that's that's what this word is referencing. Is it it just Xanadu? uh, No, it's not connected to that, I think. Uh, It's a full fantasy game. Um, But yeah, my comment, or my commentary in the old Japandemonium article that introduced it was, hopefully this is not a reflection on the actual word count of the game. <laughs> and Max Storm just thought this was hilarious, and as it turns out, it has that game probably has the shortest script of anything yeah. to come out of out with the Kiseki name on it. Yeah, I think was like the action RPG spinoff, and so it was actually yes, relatively was. relatively restrained. Which is to say, still a lot of talk, but I heard some people compare it to Zoy. Yeah, it has kind of vibe, right? vibes. Let's see. But yeah, I love the idea of like, well, these three games are collectively Legend of Heroes 6. And this, these two are Legend of Heroes 7. And woo boy, Legend of Heroes 8 is these four games. Uh, but also, these so Legend of Heroes 6, 7, and 8 are all connected and technically, like, their own sub-series that isn't Legend of Heroes per se, because they're a different world from the other Legend of Heroes games. But are they still uh, technically Dragon Slayer games? Uh, probably no, not. But... not that, uh, uh, Zora no Kiseki. Say what? Uh, uh, the Trails in the Sky was six, and that's basically where they stopped. They are still technically considered Legend of Heroes games. Technically. Yeah, like, if you were to ask Falcom, they would say that, like, collectively Cold Steel is Legend of Heroes 8. <laughs> well, I'm not Dragon Slayer 6, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a lot of very strange uh, Dragon Slayer uh, offshoots. <coughs> Dragon Slayer is also uh, where Xanadu shoots off of. And Legacy of the Wizard. And I think Zvi might be in there somewhere. Sorcerium. Elegancia. Is 4. Dragon Slayer 4. Yeah, Dragon Slayer 4, Dragon Slayer Family. Uh, Lord Monarch. I think think 5 is the Gogharf trilogy. How many Dragon Slayer games? (laughs) I think only 
Oh, officially, only Dragon Slayers one and two, only Legend of Heroes one and two are Dragon Slayer games. Mm-hmm. There's your que- question answered, Wales. The Trails games are Legend of Heroes games, but they are not Dragon Slayer games. Even though there are Legend of Heroes games that are Dragon Slayer games. That's not confusing at all. No, we just need a good Venn diagram. Yeah. The the true cruelty is to hand someone a copy of every single game in the series and then ask every single spinoff of Dragon Slayer and ask them to arrange them in order by series. (laughs) Why are you so cruel? Listen, I don't have the money to do that, but I want someone to do it. It sounds like a cruel Japanese game show. (laughs) It is a cool Japanese game show. Yeah. Dragon Slayer 2, Xanadu. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Slayer 2, Electric Xanadu. I'd probably go watch something called Electric Xanadu. I'm, I'm very punchy at this point. We should probably close this out. Anyone else uh, in favor? Does the motion pass? <laughs> motion uh. denied. Wow. Wait, what was the motion again? The motion was, I'm very punchy. We should probably close this out. Did we hit all the questions? Oh, yes, we did. did. There were only like four. <laughs> no one threw in any Nightmare Before Christmas questions. Not a single one, Wheels. Mm. What, what would they ask you about Nightmare Before Christmas? I don't know. Wheels, oh, what's well. your favorite Kingdom Hearts world? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is what I was expecting you to say (laughs) Well okay well then different Christmas related thing Has anyone actually played Cthulhu Saves Christmas? Uh, No I haven't I haven't played it yet Yeah I I need to actually get it sometime Just because it seems like Fun good times Just I I saw a screenshot of Cthulhu Um pretending to be Santa Claus in a mall and having children sit on his lap and having to say that he had a cold. And that's why he's talking funny and had a weird face. Listen, that's why I'm definitely not Cthulhu right now. Yeah. I wonder if it's about as long as Breath of Death. Probably. Because I can't imagine it being long as the original Cthulhu. Which wasn't that long, but also wasn't as long as. I mean, both are just out of disorder, so. <sighs> uh, I guess it's time to go and say, um, have a good holiday. Have some happy holidays. It. Yes, that one. Star Wars. Nothing oh, you're, you're gonna put that at both Star the beginning Wars. and the end of this episode, aren't you? Oh man, that's a great idea. I like this idea. No, it is. What the what the dancing game? No, no, no. We're not talking about that. It's it's, it's an old SNL thing, as opposed to freaking connect Star Wars, which uh, many regrets for many people. Something, something. I'm Han Solo. Something, something. I watched Attack of the Clones the other day. So oh, sorry. Okay, why? For, for some, so I'm gonna be on my friend's uh, Disney show to, to to talk about the whole series. So it was for science. 
And hey, at least you got to see the the crazy whirly Yoda battle. Yeah, that's the only good part. Uh, <laughs> I, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, there was one part that really disturbed me, where Anakin's all like, "I murdered all these sand people, including the women and the children." And the movie just kind of goes on like this is wasn't a bi- actually a big deal. And I slaughtered them like Reels. animals. Yeah. Reels, you need to look up the uh, webcomic Darths and Droids. I will do, I will <laughs> do so. It, it takes screenshots from all of the movies, including the cut footage, yeah. and pieces it together as if this is a role, tabletop role-playing game being played by some really odd people. Oh my god. So, like, R2-D2's character is the power ga- min-maxer gamer, and you got some characters whose, um, you have some players whose commitment to certain parts of the alignment chart is kind of iffy, um, and it, it, uh, it changes some detail, or changes a lot of details of the actual plot from the movies, and probably makes it better. But, um, the best part is that, um the origin of the character Jar Jar Binks is that one of the players had to bring his eight-year-old sister along because his parents couldn't get a babysitter. <laughs> and they asked her to come up with something, and that's what she came up with. Oh, man. Speaking of that, I, I watched this weird fan cut of Phantom Menace one time that basically changed Jar Jar Binks to be like just some weird alien voice with subtitles instead and mm-hmm. cut out like the entire sequence where they go to the Gungan City. It was mm-hmm. actually a much better movie. <laughs> like, I actually enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I watched Clone Wars because uh, I'm getting back into it because I oh, finally finished watching a... all of DuckTales. So it's such a good I show. got the episode where R2-D2 where fights another R unit that's evil and Seeing seeing robots fight is reminding me of like Robot Wars or something. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, Star Wars Rebels. And I love that show. Rip. Hmm. <clears throat> Screw Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, very bad movie. Uh, in a prequel trilogy of dubious quality, it is by far the worst. Mm-hmm. I could actually like sit and watch the other ones and have a good time. I don't, yeah. rem- I don't remember what happened in Half of the Attack of the Clones, and I just watched it the other day. <laughs> like Almost nothing does happen, which is part of the problem. Yeah. Like, that's a trilogy only by dint of the fact that the original series was a trilogy. There's not three movies sure, or the plot. like, blaming Rise of the Skywalker being two hours of nothing, no. That's not oh. attack. <laughs> if anything, by all accounts, Rise of the Sp- Skywalker is almost two hours of too much, but... Uh, Correct. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but, yeah, like... Uh, like... I feel like the prequel trilogy is only a trilogy because the original trilogy was a trilogy. There's not three movies worth of plot in that. Uh, oh man, funny story. I was curious, so I did some Googling to try and figure out what uh, George Lucas's plans for the third trilogy originally were. Did any of those leak out? There was a plan. Yeah, yes, there were some things I saw that leaked out, and it was horrifying, and I immediately closed my browser. It's really fun to, like, like people... 
have issues with like movies feeling like they have retcons in them. But I mean, the original kill- trilogy is a bunch of retcons to avoid having to make more movies. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like none of these Star Wars movies are perfect. So why are you pretending like this one has to be? Yeah. Because like, you're looking at the world through rose-tinted fan glasses. Let's all go look up that original treatment of Star Wars that was 12 movies. Yeah, oh, Yeah. But yeah, the the thing I read was the idea for the the his new trilogy was going to delve into the microbiologic world and talk about how the Force was actually some sort of alien, tiny alien species or something. Midichlorians. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it was midi-chlorian adjacent or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I noped the fuck out of that article. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so this is the source here. A Time Magazine story in March 1978, quoting Lucas, stated there would be ten Star Wars films after Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a, apparently at one point an ambition to make it a twelve-part series. I don't think anyone has the well, has Disney the energy for that. But, but at least the next trilogy of movies will be disconnected from these others. <laughs> if, they're, if they're wise about it, we also won't see them for at least five years. Yeah. Hey, we, we've got the Mandalorian going on right now, which is essentially a non-Star Wars movie. Mm. In serial format. And it's fucking glorious. <laughs> so, if this so is much. an example of what they can do with the source material without being fettered to the previous storylines as much, this is good. It's, it's a very large galaxy, as it turns out, that you can fit all sorts of stories in. Without them relating back to the Skywalker family, which is something yep. that the extended universe had a lot of trouble with. Just... Just let them rest. Let them go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it's it's one of those things. Like Star Wars needs to not be preoccupied with itself as a cultural institution. It's pew pew lasers. <laughs> Indeed. That's why I loved Solo so much. It was just one day I'll look at that good it's just it's good like popcorn fun and that's that's all i was looking for in that movie and that's what i got and i love that like so much of the reason that return of the jedi is the film that it is is because it was just like lucas being like man i don't feel like doing a sequel trilogy i'm just gonna collapse all of those into this movie (laughs) Also, I want to sell toys, because I want money. <laughs> I mean, toys are nice, but I mean, it was also, I want to sell those toys and then not have to think about this, so let's just yes. collapse these into one movie. I mean, listen. Well, listen different I, related, I was going to say, a different related story there, when they were planning to make space balls and went to Lucas asking for permission, he, he had to stipulate that they could not make any dolls or any other merchandising based on the movie. <laughs> Which oh. is what inspired the entire merchandising oh, scene. And, which is also the reason why they had Spaceballs the whatever on everything throughout that movie was just to lampoon this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I had, I had the Ewok Village and it was awesome, okay? Oh, I had, the, uh, <laughs> I had the transport 
um, the, the huge transport um, spaceship. Oh my god! Ah. Yes, I also had a, I had a collection of Ewok erasers because for my fifth birthday, that was the only Star Wars toy that could be found in the stores at, when my mom went looking. Because everything else was sold out. So many of these, like, just weird tidbits that apparently randomly flew out of the... threw out of various people who were connected to them at some point about what these various versions of 7 through 9 were actually about. Again, considering all of the random stuff that got changed between the second and the third movie being made... Yeah. I mean, Leah being Luke's sister was not a part of the original planning which explains a lot about the way they went about things yeah yes why luke's else, sister apparently did exist kiss? <laughs> yeah. yeah unless you got like some weird things going on uh let's see but luke's sister apparently existed in earlier drafts but she was not the same character as leia yes you know fun times apparently, also was luke's name like luke sky killer or something luke star killer was at one point his name but that's like if you want to go far back enough, the main protagonist of the very first treatment for Star Wars was named Mace Windy. Oh, that's, so that's where, where, that's where that name from. came from. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's that initial jargon-filled treatment is absolutely insane because it involves like Jedi Bendu. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and its official name was like Journal of the Wills Part One. George Lucas was a wonderful filmmaker with many, many faults. <laughs> the outline begins as follows. This is the story of Mace Windy, a revered Jedi Bendu of Ofuchi, as related to us by C.J. Thorpe, Padawan learner to the famed Jedi. Which is okay. maybe the worst <laughs> opening sentence I've ever read. Like, just a full half of that sentence is jargon. It certainly beats out it was a dark and stormy night. Yeah, like it's it's so, like it's just a random mix of proper nouns and words to connect them. It's in other words, terrible. it's a tales of script. Oh, <laughs> harsh! It's actually the opening to Final Fantasy Type Zero. Uh, it's kind of true. Yes. C.J. Thorpe apparently repeated, like, the, the draft is hastily written enough that uh, C.J. Thorpe's name changes from C.J. to C2 at random. And there is at least one point where it claims that his full name is actually Chuli Thorpe, which I guess is where C2 comes from. Or C3PO. Yeah. And that's also where Han apparently first appears, but as his father named Han Dartlethorpe. I can't, yeah, believe, I can, I can't believe we can say that the names got better. Are these characters Dutch or something? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like the... Stories go through a lot of permutations. That's, that's the moral of the story. It's almost as if writing stories is hard. 
and iterative. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna fall asleep soon, so we really okay. need to stop. <laughs> yes, we could we could do Star Wars random nonsense all night. So yeah, we'll do a bonus Star Wars cast one day. Star where I just Wars. talk about how good Star Wars Co- Nice Little Republic is. Yes, now give me my old Republic movie, please, and thank you. Please put Star Wars KOTOR 1 and 2 on Switch, please, and thank you. Yes. Or both at the same time. Thank you. Yeah, I would buy that pack. I wouldn't even complain that I wouldn't be able to apply the mod to add in some of the missing content from KOTOR 2. Oh, no, I mean the, I mean the games on Switch and a movie. At the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, tie-in, tie-in package. I mean, I feel like we're we're not due for another movie that tries to start a trilogy for at least another five years. I believe they yeah. have one slated for twenty twenty two. So, I don't believe it starts a trilogy if they do one in twenty twenty two. Well, I don't think there's like any information whatsoever. So, yeah, maybe yeah, I think. Coder 3 that close out the storyline left behind by 2. I'm just, I'm also thinking here that Disney now has access to a lot of the writers and directorial talent from Marvel Universe. Yes. It's weird that they didn't do that before. Um, probably because they were partly saddled with trying to hold, um, trying to put together all the loose ends from the original movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they already got, um, I think they have Ken Fergie who wants to do a Star Wars something. Fahey. I can't pronounce things. People should expect this by now. I mean, it it doesn't help that English would kind of provide two or three different ways to pronounce his name just by looking at it. Yeah. I'll be honest, the first time I saw it, I read it as Kevin Fage. Oh, I I just assumed it was Fage for a long time and found it was Fagey. I'm like, okay. Sure, okay. But yeah. Uh, though, I yeah was, we'll I, see. though as I once saw, um, actually read um, a bit from Snoop Dogg about this, about how he was kind of daydreaming once and thought about how it was weird that the word Mercedes had three E's and none of them pronounced the same way in English. He's right. Yeah. Now, granted, uh, in most other European languages, they're all pronounced the same way, Mercedes. But um, in English, no, it's three E's, all different. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> and the rest of the world thinks this is insane. I mean, when it comes to listing the least phonetically accurate um, languages on the planet, English is, okay, admittedly, English is probably number four after Tibetan, French, and Gaelic. Let me and tell ahead you about, of Polish. Let me tell you about Ruby and how one of the characters is named Yang, even though it's supposed to be Yang. Yeah. Uh, Ryu instead of Ryu like it should be yeah so but yeah and yeah inclusion video games uh yeah. we also are playing a card game for 20 minutes and it's gonna kill me uh I know, say... I've just been re- I've just been replaying the same battle over and over in Saga Scarlet Grace while I'm talking to you guys, and I've had That's one nice. character um, not only learn one of the better hammer interrupts, but get it to rank two somehow. Nice. Yes. 
granted, with this particular battle, she uses that thing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's close this out. Uh, question. Hold on. The last Star Wars thing I was going to say is. Sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would love to see a Star Wars movie directed by Dave Filoni. He's the guy that's been like behind all the animated Star Wars stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. So those shows are great. And he's also involved in The Mandalorian as well. So It's uh, a good sign of things yeah, to come. He's been involved with lots of good Star Wars stuff. Just nothing in the theaters. So that would be fun. That's it. All right, proceed with your ending. Uh, questions go in the comments or in the Discord. Make your pick, but uh, you know, make it quick. Uh, sometimes you can scream them at wheels. Ideally, you don't do that when he's just discussed Star Wars, or he'll be very upset. Um, <laughs> see. Uh, otherwise, uh, I mean, you can look out for that. Uh, for that. Star Wars podcast. Wheels is going to be on. I don't know what it's called. One it's, day I will. Um, oh God, uh, the Great Mouse Cast. Great Mouse Cast. Great Mouse Podcast. Oh God, they're going to kill me. <laughs> put it in the put it in the like description or something. I don't know. Uh, the Great Mouse Podcast. There you go. Great Mouse Podcast. Uh, Eric also does podcasts. Yeah, on RP Grinders. Which you can find on iTunes and Twitch and YouTube. So be sure to check those out. Otherwise, uh, see ya, Space Cowboys. See ya.